Hello everyone and welcome to another instalment of Beyond the Mask. Today we're going to be discussing and theorising specifically on the death of Tatum Riley from 1996's Scream. Or more directly, why Billy Loomis wanted her dead before the climax of his and Stu Marker's master plan on the anniversary of Maureen Prescott's death. Assessing this situation is no easy task. In the midst of the great writing that Scream had to offer, a lot of their backstory and killer interactions often have been left to the viewer's own interpretation. With that in mind, it's simple for us to theorise the events of all five movies to provide some much needed lore to the story. So sit back and relax as I explain to you from my perspective why Billy Loomis specifically wanted Tatum Riley dead. The death of Tatum Riley is one moment in the Scream franchise that often creates a whole split discussion. This mainly lies with the common question of, who was behind the mask during her death scene? Was it Billy? Or was it Stu Marker? With this particular video, it doesn't really make much difference who that was. Billy was the mastermind here and Stu likely went along with whatever Billy wanted. Out of all the deaths in Scream 1996, aside from Casey Becker's and Stephen Orff's, Tatum seemed like a pivotal death to Billy and Stu. It was planned out and involved perfect timing from both parties to make sure it was carried out with ease. So why did Billy want Tatum dead? What did her demise have to do with the final confrontation he had planned with Sydney on the anniversary of her mother's death? What was so important about Tatum compared to the likes of Randy Meeks or even Dewey Riley? In order to understand this, we need to take a closer look at Billy's overall plan that he intended on being carried out during the big reveal on the anniversary of Maureen Prescott's murder. Billy created this pattern of murderous events due to the neglect at the hands of his own mother. The idea was to frame Sydney's father, Neil Prescott, for the murders in the hopes of living on and emerging from the events as a sole survivor, possibly alongside Stu Marker. It's my personal belief that Billy intended on surviving alone, but that is the subject for another video. For me personally, it's obvious whenever Billy is the caller as Ghostface, there's usually a direct reference to some type of horror movie or symbolic representation throughout. Scary night, isn't it? With the murders and all, it's like right out of a horror movie or something. You should never say who's there. Don't you watch scary movies? It's a death wish. Billy was making a horror movie. He took his love for the genre to a whole new level. So in order for this perfect climax to be carried out, he wanted Sydney isolated alone. He wanted her to feel dependent on him, like Billy was the only person she had in the whole world. Ultimately, he also wanted to take a mental box in his mind, a box that perfectly added Sydney to the horror victim trope. He wanted to have sex with her. The biggest problem in Billy's plan was Tatum Riley. Throughout many points of the movie, Tatum Riley positioned herself as a supporting friend to Sydney. Despite her own opinion on the situation, she continued to be a shoulder for her friend to lean on. Following the school's closure due to the murder of Casey and Steve, we see various shots of Ghostface actively stalking Sydney during the movie. The scenes involving Sydney and Tatum at the supermarket 
were extremely important and in my opinion, sealed Tatum's fate. What kind of hindrance did she have on Billy's plan? It wasn't just her distaste for Billy, it was the direct wording in what she said to Sydney. How many guys will put up with a girlfriend that's sexually anorexic? Questioned Sydney. Billy and his penis don't deserve you, replied Tatum. It's my genuine belief that Ghostface wandering around the supermarket was in fact Billy, and him overhearing this conversation gave him the confirmation that in order to get close enough to Sydney to successfully have sex with her, he had to take Tatum out of the equation. I'd like to also add that Tatum's death was beautifully foreshadowed in an earlier scene that may have also provided Billy with the idea to add her to the body count pile. In the scene between Stu Marker and Randy Meeks at the video store, Randy actually specifically discusses with Stu about the likelihood of Billy being the killer. Why would he want to kill his own girlfriend? There's always some stupid bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend. That's the beauty of it all, simplicity. Besides, if it gets too complicated, you lose your target audience. Despite a good portion of this being directed towards Billy, Stu was also in a relationship at the time and was one of the killers. These two were sick and wanted to create the perfect horror movie. Randy and Billy shared a very similar love for horror, so much so that when Tatum did come face to face with Ghostface, she assumed it was Randy and it was a prank. Billy perhaps took Randy's advice, which may not have been the specific reason, but may have a minor contributing factor for her death. I hope that this has helped you understand why Billy Loomis wanted Tatum Riley out of the way towards the climax of Scream in 1996. It relied heavily on his desire to isolate Sydney, but more, to make Sydney fit into the perfect horror movie trope. He didn't see Sydney as a final girl, he saw her as a victim. This would go on to be Billy's biggest mistake, and thus, lead to his demise. And that's pretty much it for this video. If you liked the video, don't forget to subscribe, like and share, and I will see you guys in the next one. Until then, it's a movie, it's all one great big movie.